For Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Of course, we all do that, don't we, ladies? Today we have a wonderful show. I'm really excited about this. Our topic is making the most of multi-generational families. And before we introduce our very, very special guest, Robin Boyd, an expert with over 20 years of personal experience in helping others as they build multi-generational families, I get to introduce my co-host first. My special co-host today is my dear Ellen Craffy Trent. If you didn't catch that last name, yes, I did give birth to her. She is the mother of five, and one of those babies is still in the womb, so she's about to give birth. So I'm very impressed with her, and today's show is a mom's dream come true. I am so happy to share it with Ellen. Ellen has a background in media, business, and science. She's a serial entrepreneur. She entered her 30s as the president of a small company. She and her husband now own the Home Instead franchise for our region. Since Home Instead is our sponsor for this episode, everything on today's show is coming together to bring you the very best in elder care. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened and extensively trained, professional and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Ellen, thank you for joining me today, and why don't you introduce our special guest? Thank you, Mom. I'm going to have you introduce me every time. (laughs) (laughs) My pleasure. I'm I'm so happy to be here today. Our guest is Robin Boyd. Robin is a talk radio icon. In fact, if you Google sandwich generation, Robin's show Passing 50 is about the only thing that will pop up. One reason Robin is such a trusted source for information about caring for and respecting our elders is because she brought her own mother into her home to live with her and her husband for the last 20 years of her mother's life, all while raising her family. Robin's background in early childhood ed prepared her to serve through the Girl Scouts of the USA, where she has served for over 40 years, most recently as a product sales manager, which means folks in the Northeast get their cookies because of Robin. She's a dedicated arts enthusiast and an amazing communicator. You're in for a treat. And she hosts several talk radio programs, including Passing 50 and Military Mom. Robin and her husband have been married 40 years and have two grown children. She's affiliated with Beck Media. So pretty much she's a rock star. Robin, thank you for being on today's show. Mom has been so excited since you said yes. Oh, 
How sweet. (laughs) There's so much to talk about, Robin. I just couldn't wait for you to get here. But I want to start with something very special. For those of you, for those of our listeners who don't know Robin's story, would you mind telling us a little bit about how you learned that your mom had had a stroke and what that meant for your family? Mm, it was such a surprise for us, and and thank you, Kathy and Ellen, for inviting me today because this is a treat for me. I have to say, um, what happened was very very sudden, and I think many times when health issues crop up and we're not prepared for them, it really does throw a family for a loop. My mom had been caring for my dad for many many years. He had had uh, cancer that was slowly deteriorating his health, so. For my dad, it was a very long illness, and mom took care of him all of that time. I was working full-time. The kids uh, had just gotten out of school. It was uh, just uh, the beginning of summer vacation, and my mom had taken my daughter for the morning, and then a friend was supposed to come and pick my daughter up, and they were going to have a play date at my friend's home. So I was at work, and I thought I'd give my friend a call just to say hi, and I was talking to my daughter, said, hi, did you have fun with Graham this morning and she said well Graham was sleeping and then I said well did she say hello to Cheryl when Cheryl picked you up and M said no Graham was sleeping and I thought well that was pretty odd and I said honey did Grammy ever get up and she said well no Graham was sleeping and so I'm thinking mm-hmm. here, this little girl, nine mm-hmm. years old or eight years old, whatever she was in the third grade, um, had left the house on her own with my friend. So I thought maybe I'd better get on the phone. I called my neighbor. Uh, I was trying to, my car was in the garage, so I didn't even have a car to leave work. Told my na- the, my mom's neighbor to just get in any way she could, break the window if you had to. <clears throat> Excuse me, well, come to find out, mom had had the stroke and she was unconscious they called me right back at work within five minutes um and said we're calling an ambulance and i took a cab got myself to the ambulance and that was where our lives had changed forever (laughs) so talk about a testament for making sure that you are on top of your health she had no idea she had dangerously high blood pressure Wow. wow that's amazing You know, that really reminds me of how important the work you're doing, Ellen, is to help people, especially working moms. I mean, I don't know how you did it, Robin. That's so hard. Well, I think um, it it does hit you like a two-by-four. You have to say, all right, um, what are we facing? Uh, We knew she was going to be in the hospital for a while. We sat down. My husband came to my office, and we closed the door and said we've got to make some choices because once we realized my mom was going to need some kind of care they said well you're either going to need to get her a nursing home or you're going to need to have in-home care of some kind and we're thinking oh who could afford full-time care for for her and we thought well we were just closing a business my husband and I had owned a business for a while and we were in the process of winding that down so we were already looking at some changes but didn't think we had to make those changes that suddenly so we said you know I think it's time we combine households and uh, we then made that choice to be a multi-generational family wow and and I know because when I decided to invite my mom to move in with Mm -hmm. Dave and I 
you are the person I turn to. I mean, you, you have the best advice for this. And so I was really thrilled today that you could give a little bit of a perspective to those who have a sandwich generation situation or they are a multi-generational family like we are now with our son who's come home mm-hmm. from college to live with us for while he finishes up his schoolwork and starts his real estate business. So I have three generations under my roof right now. Plus, we have all these darling grandbabies that are coming along. <laughs> Thank you, Ellen, for adding that to the to my life. Anyway, um, so I'm I'm just really been so grateful myself that you would be willing to share all your experience with our listeners, and especially my friends that listen to this program. So I was wondering when you think about caregiving and and that moment of transition with you and your husband making so many decisions and. Your mom, you weren't even sure she would live very long, were you? We weren't. We were. We knew she was going to need to go to rehab, and I want to say it was about six to eight weeks that she was in a rehab. And that six to eight weeks was um, our gift, I guess you could say, in that we had that time to reassess and reevaluate and decide how our family was going to best move forward. We actually took a vacation. We went to Canada and uh, uh, took in Montreal, took the kids uh, on a little vacation. The doctor said she's in the best of care. If you're going to take a vacation, take it now. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Because I felt a little guilty leaving, especially leaving the country, thinking, oh, my goodness, what if mom needs me? And the doctor said, oh, no, no, dear, you go. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I think when people are engaged in in caring for elderly uh, family members, I think they do begin to get a sense of what to expect. I know you're experiencing some of that in your business, aren't you, Ellen? Yes. Um, actually, I was interested in, in asking Robin, if, if, that, if I may, mm. um, what have you learned in, in caring for your mom, but specifically how will it change how you approach aging? Because None of us have aged before, right? (laughs) Isn't it true? I I think when you hit your 60s or or 70s, you finally say, oh, wait a minute, that's me now. Uh, In fact, my husband... is is needing a hip replacement and next month he's going in for surgery and he's saying wait a minute that falling down and can't get up commercial isn't (laughs) quite as humorous as we thought it was once upon a time um you know you you do look at things a little differently um you are a little more open you're a little more communicative i think with your own children because you say um this is something that i would prefer this is something that i don't ever want to happen to me as far as care you could you definitely do have that foresight now to be able to say all right this is how this goes um yes this is what i would prefer this is what i don't want and i think your life directives do become a little more clear because you've lived it i think it really helps see if you agree with this i know your daughter spent quite a bit of time with her grandmother in the home and I do remember when my mother was caring for her mom, and, and that's why I've been so grateful to have Ellen and Anna and our children involved in this process with us, because I think it prepared me for the things that I'm facing now. Many of the decisions I just don't dictate to my mother. I give her as many good options as I can, and I let her choose while she still can, of course. Mm-hmm. So do you find that that apprenticeship kind of thing 
has paid off for you as you oh certainly yeah and i'm sure ellen you feel the same way in that um having uh your grandmother more accessible i think if you go visit your mom and visiting your grandma at the same time it's um that family unit is a little tighter you have those conversations that are memorable you have the humor you have the uh the the frustration sometimes when when grandma just doesn't understand what you're trying to say or miss the joke and everybody else is laughing and you've got to slow down and explain it to to grandma because she didn't quite get it we we now sit back and we giggle about some of the things that my mother would have said or would have done uh and it's so much more cherishing for us to have those those memories i think it was a little easy i don't want to say easier to say goodbye because that's certainly it's always hard to say goodbye to anybody but we could say goodbye with a smile and um with a little more ease when it was that time uh, because all we were flooded with were those beautiful memories. Boy, I really... It is. Oh, sorry, Ellen, you go. No, you're fine. It It is so special to have those memories and um, and I want to take a moment to, to honor my parents in making that decision because it was a choice to live and grow up in the same town as their parents and to give that uh, gift to my siblings and myself of the, t- the time and the memories with our grandparents. And um, I think people like you, Robin, who are willing to, um, to go in there and, and invite your family into your home and take care of them, um, it is a sacrifice. And that just needs to be acknowledged and also cherished and honored. So um, I just applaud you for doing that and taking well. care of your mom the way you did, Robin. Thank you. You must see a lot of families having to make difficult decisions. It's not for everyone to have um, an elder in their home, whether it be for work or whether it be for, um, uh, you, you know, just for whatever reason. It is. It is hard. Well, I I want to I wanted to say how grateful I am that having done that for twenty years with your own mom, that now you're available to share this information with us. I just. I just really appreciate that. And I don't know, Robin, who I would have turned to. I mean, I Googled it, and you're like the only one putting out great information on this topic. So thank you so much for taking the time and effort to do that in the years past that you've been sharing. Well, I think so many times you need to, you do need to sit back, have those honest conversations. Can I do this? Is this right for us? Um, Am I able to fit work around it? And, you know, sometimes it happens that you think it's going to work and you realize I can't do this. I have a friend that I work with here um, whose husband was actually starting hospice. She was uh, trying to manage the people that were coming in and out of the home, whether it be therapists, whether it be clinicians, whether it be uh, there was OT, PT, uh, all those uh, different services coming in and out of the home the minute one would call and say I'm sorry we're running 20 minutes late well that impacts the next service that was supposed to come on the next top of the hour so for her to juggle all of that and still try to maintain her full-time job she found that was just not working and she did have to make some changes so I think you have to not be afraid to try 
and not be afraid to reassess if you're uh, giving it a good shot and realizing that um, this is just my, our family isn't quite uh, adapting, isn't quite managing this, and it, it's just not right for us. There's many other options. Robin, as we go to the break, I want to thank Home Instead again for presenting today's episode. Home Instead helps elders keep their independence while maintaining dignity. Yes, and remember, you can catch the full hour-long interview anytime at kathycraffy.com or at Toginet, our partners in podcasting. After the break, we'll be back with Robin Boyd to continue talking about the struggles and victories we all share when it comes to honoring our elders. Now, don't forget, Robin hosts her own show, and she has amazing insight available. All you have to do is search Passing 50 with Robin Boyd. We will be talking about strategies that make life better for those we love, especially when we are folding together three or four generations when we come back. So stay with us. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause. <laughs> where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place. A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever. It's home. Where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Hi, this is Kathy Craffy with Fireside Talk Radio, and I'm here with B.J. Garrett, the Executive Director of CARE. Christ-centered abortion recovery and education. We are here to help men and women have their lives restored after an abortion experience. You, if you want to know more about how to recover after abortion, look for our upcoming episodes on Fireside Talk Radio with B.J. and Kathy Craffy. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Welcome back to our conversational adventure on multi-generational families. Robin Boyd is here with us to, to share so much wisdom for women who find themselves caring for multiple generations all at once. Can you say hashtag girl power? Yeah. Robin, you, you're my hero. You're so cool. I didn't even mention military moms earlier. I, I think I forgot to mention that. But you've been encouraging women all over the globe for so long. And you're definitely the person I turned to when my mother was ready to sell her house and move in with our family. And right about the time our college son transferred home to be near his sisters and he wanted to see his nieces and nephews grow up. So not everyone has an elder living with them, but every family has more than one generation's needs that they have to consider. So since you're my go-to gal, what are the three most crucial things mom needs to know when they have a multi-generational family, Robin? 
You know, I think so many times uh, we get a little overwhelmed, and it's just a matter of paring down and uh, mentally organizing yourself. I think you need to remember to make time for each family member. Um, I would make time for the children. I'd put it on my calendar. Uh, maybe it was just to go run down to McDonald's and or run down to the park and, and play on the play equipment. And then maybe because I had two children, I really did try to find some time for each of them individually, which I think any mom tries to do anyway. You have to make that time. You put it on the calendar. You actually schedule it. Sometimes you do have a little, uh, you know, a variance, but it's important. Um, I think you need to put on your calendar time to do something enjoyable with your elder. Maybe it's a jigsaw puzzle. Uh, maybe it's watching Jeopardy or watching Wheel of Fortune. Um, you need to schedule that time because as a caretaker, you're worried about the PT coming in. You're worried about did she uh, get her hair done? Did someone uh, clip her nails? Uh, did we get the medicine set up in the tray? Did we? When is her next doctor's appointment? Do we have to worry about her laundry more than once a day? Um, those tasks as a caregiver diminish the time that you're actually spending as a family member. So you do need to remember that as a caretaker, that's one role, but you as a daughter or son or, or uh, whatever your relationship is with that elder, you need to remember to uh, include that relationship as part of your uh, week. Um, and then uh, last but not least, remember to make time for your spouse. Uh, you need to keep that relationship vital, and it's a must to remember to nurture it with intent. Mm -hmm. You need to make that work. Uh, this is where you might reutilize respite care. Uh, Ellen, I'm sure you have so much uh, to share as far as helping families when they do need somebody come in. Um, make it to church. Go to a friend's house for dinner. Um, have somebody sit with your elder so that you and your spouse can have that very special time. Even if it's to go downstairs and close the door, you yeah. need to um, have that one-on-one -on -one time because your spouse is your soulmate and you don't ever want that uh, to diminish. You know, Ellen, I should have warned you before we started. One of my problems when I'm on on radio with Robin, I'm taking notes as she's speaking, <laughs> trying to trying to keep hosting or being the guest on her show. Usually, if I'm the guest on her show, I'm taking notes so fast, I'm trying to remember to, you know, answer her questions. But I want to that's catch right. that. You get, a, you get absorbed yeah. in the but content. That, what that's she's the saying. beauty of podcasts. <laughs> we can rewind them and listen to them again. And this is why all of our uh, all of our programming is so special because we do podcast these, and they're available for everyone. So I love it that you do that i love passing 50 and and i actually have some of those on my website kathycraffy.com because i love them i just have enjoyed all the information you put out there and i do have notes on most of those episodes that i personally return to in fact because of that i know you're talking about the play factor you know i'm going to want to talk about that a little bit more but also <laughs> i love this word sacrosanct because you don't hear it often anymore and people don't actually always know what it means but so if you throw it in a sentence it makes them pause but we used to say that certain times for dave and i were sacrosanct and that that communicated to our the rest of our extended family that that was our time 
Mm-hmm. But I know I remember from some earlier episodes you and I've done that you made church your sacrosanct thing that you did for yourself. And would you mm-hmm. just tell my listeners a little more about that? I think that's so precious. Well, and in addition to what I was saying uh, just a minute ago, as far as making time for your family members, I you do need to find time for yourself, um, even if it's to sit in the bathtub for 20 minutes and read a book. Uh, for me, once a week, I made sure I was at church. Uh, and for for multiple reasons of course i needed uh that time uh to pray to be with my savior and all of that but i also needed to do something just for me and maybe it is for somebody else going to the hairdresser maybe some for somebody else it's getting a massage uh whatever that is to each one of you as a caregiver and one who is balancing many things you may still be working you have the the family you've got your spouse you've got your elder uh you're you've got a lot on your shoulders and you need to keep yourself healthy and mentally healthy and um don't let that exhaustion overwhelm you you pace yourself you slow down you regroup <laughs> you resync and you are ready to uh engage with the rest of your family i love your why is that, oh, why is that so hard for people to to do to to protect that time and to, you know, find ways to pour into yourself and, you know, to accept help from others. Why do you think that's hard in our culture? I think because we all uh, want to be um, in control. Maybe we all think we are going to be the superwoman. Um, And we have to realize that in order to succeed in the things that are most important, we may need to accept uh that that support in whatever that term means to you uh, in order to make you uh, the most successful in the things that mean the most to you. When I was going through cancer, it meant me taking a nap at 2 o'clock so that I could be ready for the kids coming at 4. Um, you do what you need to do. And if it's reaching out and getting that assistance, that's what you do because the rest of your family is depending on you being uh, taking them through. So... You know, I love quotes, and you mentioned a phrase earlier, and I, I'm not sure I caught it. I wrote down mental priorities, but I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast and find out what exactly you said. You're going to see that on my website as a meme. <laughs> oh, I love your memes. I, think <laughs> I look forward to seeing them every day. Yeah, I really loved the one this week because it was a whiteboard, and somebody just decorated it in this beautiful way, and I got to use that as a meme. So I felt very honored to put that on my website this week, but... I try to do one every week on Monday, but I love your concept of mental priorities. That mm-hmm. That's so dear to me, Robin. And Ellen, I know you're a woman of priorities, so I know that probably resonated with you as well. And I, I appreciate you expanding on that a little bit. I, wanted, I don't want to miss a chance to ask you this question. If you were to sum up everything that you've learned in those 20 years that you had your beloved mother in your home, What's the one truth that you just wish you could download into everyone's brain, anyone who's ever tried to care for their elderly parents, whether it's in their own home or elsewhere, it doesn't matter, just what would you want them to know? Keeping those communication doors open, uh, talk, share, uh, ask questions, and uh, just remember that communication don't hide things you know put things under the carpet you need to keep the communication open and that's where the love flows in 
You know, I love it that you brought up communication because one of the things I'm learning, well, you and I have talked about fear also, but in the in this transition time that mom and I have been in together, we've had little fears come up and and mm-hmm. and it, it causes it causes miscommunications and but be, I don't know, maybe I'm just so fortunate because I had this great experience of learning to make my marriage work. <laughs> which didn't seem like a very great idea at the time, but it was important to do it. So we got that figured out. But I, I learned to ask really great questions. And, and I've noticed with mom the communication is really flowing well because I know how to ask tender questions that are, I'm not trying to direct her. I'm really trying to find the information I need to bless her and to be blessed with her together. So that's been really important, and I, I appreciate you mentioning communication. Mm, well, and I appreciate just this opportunity, Kathy. So thank you so much for for having me today. I'm I'm so grateful. Thank you, Robin. Talk, share, ask questions. Keep the communication open. Thank you so much. Mom and I will be talking about this for a long time. And don't worry, Mom, I'm taking notes for you someday. (laughs) Thank you, dear. (laughs) I need you to do that. Robin, you're so awesome. And so don't forget, you can find Robin on (laughs) Passing50.com. We also want to thank our sponsor today, Home Instead, to, to get the help your family needs to maintain an elder's independence Contact them at homeinstead.com or look for them on Facebook. If you need more information about our sponsors or would like to suggest a topic for upcoming shows, I hope you will contact me at kathycraffy.com. That's K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Echo.com. Thank you for joining us on Camp Crafty Fireside Talk Radio, where we ponder all the tried and true stuff women store in their hearts. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in peace.